Hello. Hello. So I'm Sebastian. Hello. <laughs> As you can hear, we have a, it's obviously Michelle and Sebastian, but we have a guest today. We have a guest in this. Sorry, guys. We're like dropping things in here. Um, this is like very important. Yes. Like, I really can't believe that we're doing this. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like. I feel very flattered to be on it. Oh, my God. Okay. So. I love, I love a podcast. Just, Aww. like, backstory, like, Sebastian and I, I'm sure, like, everyone who listens to this has been able to deduce that we've known each other for a very long time. Yes. We met yeah. in high school. Yeah. We used to ride the school bus together every we, day. We did. We would totally ride the school bus. And a lot of those days, when I was, like, 15, yes, I would, like, sing our guest songs, like, really obnoxiously loud. <laughs> yeah. And, like, sure. get yelled at by the bus driver, because I was talking yes. about, like, sucking yes. dick and stuff. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that was a that was a red hot chili pepper song. You yelled suck my dick. Oh yeah. And she was like, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um... But it was when it wasn't when it wasn't uh Red Hot Chili Peppers, it was pretty much Amanda Blank. Who's here today? Well, oh, she's yeah, not sorry. here. Who's the person? She's not in the room, but yeah. she's our guest. So I yeah. feel like I'm in your house. I feel like I'm there. Okay, good. <laughs> you are gorgeous, really. Oh my goodness, thank you. I'm glad I put on a little makeup. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like very pretty. Oh, thank you. You're I'm so feeling welcome. very tired. Um, so yeah. We're all tired. Thank Everyone's tired. <laughs> of course, of course. No, yeah, when I when I learned that you were going to be on the show, I was like, holy fucking shit. Michelle is gonna die, like you, uh, because she was like such, you know, such a huge Amanda. Brown I am fan. still. Yes. Oh, thank you guys. Thank yes. you. Yeah. So I love a podcast. I love, I love a podcast. So I was like, oh hell yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't, for anyone who doesn't know, like, just so obviously you you make music. Um, mm -hmm. What kind of what kind of music do you make? And I guess well, just generally tell us about yeah. your life and stuff. Well, I guess um, the mu it's funny that you say that you were like in high school because yes. listening to that stuff, because I, I never assumed that anybody younger than me was listening yeah. to those songs. Yeah. And now as like an old lady, I'm like, oh, my God, these kids are like saying all this <laughs> dirty <laughs> stuff. Um, terrible, terrible influence. Um, but yeah, I guess for a long time I, I rapped and I made dance music yeah. um, a lot of the time with uh Naeem, who formerly uh, Spankrock, formerly known as Spankrock, who's now yes. going by Naeem, his his government. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's kind of switching things up a bit. But uh, for a long time, I did that. I I also a lot of people I think don't realize this. I was in this band called Sweatheart for like over ten years, uh -huh. uh, which was like rock music, but pretty silly and yeah, kind of campy and yeah. Uh, so I was doing that for for quite some time, and then took a I had to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> I took a I took a long break. I got you. Yeah, it needs to happen sometimes. So obviously, we're obsessed with celebrities. We're obsessed with like <laughs> any sort of like celebrity gossip. Sorry, I'm like laying weird. I'm trying to make the blood. We're rush just back trying to, to be foot. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, no, I know it's like a weird angle. I'm sitting on my bed, so you guys get comfy. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so, just right off the bat, we want to talk about, um, you live in L.A. right now. Yes, I live in Los Angeles. And from Philly. From Philly, originally. Born and raised, yes. And so, what are some, like, 
any celebrity encounters or like just kind of like you know cliche hollywood run-ins that well it's funny i i mean i had a lot more when i was on like the touring circuit all the time because we would do lots of shows and people would come to shows and stuff where you'd be out you know at a nightclub and see somebody famous now it's mostly i live um near I live near a restaurant called the kitchen mouse, which people in Los Angeles will know. Um, and it's this like kind of like cute little like hipstery, uh, vegan spot. Yeah. So now I only run into like little hipster celebrities that are eating vegan food. Uh, (laughs) the other day I saw Natalie Portman there. (gasps) He loves Natalie Portman. She's very, very pretty in person. And she was, she was sitting there eating and I, I was with one of my girlfriends and, we were like, oh, wow, that's Natalie Portman. She's so cute. Yeah. And I later told my boyfriend and his best friend, our neighbor. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, you guys, you know, we saw Natalie Portman. And they both, like, got, like, legitimately upset with us that we didn't call them to tell them. And I was like, wait a second, wait a second. What so would that have done? Think, like, you were going to just, like, <laughs> show up to the kitchen mouse and, like, steal this woman away. Right. <laughs> Right. Like they really thought they had a chance. Like my own boyfriend was like, why don't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> if I saw Natalie go- Portman in person, I would probably shit my pants right on the spot. Yeah. I would be excited yeah, to absolutely. to see a celebrity even that I didn't really care about. Correct. Like if I saw like anyone, I'd be like, yeah. oh wow. Like- Correct. Oh yeah. My, my very, very first celebrity sighting in Los Angeles had to be in like 2006 and it was Andy Dick. Oh and my I, god! I, I about fell on the floor because it was the first famous person I oh, saw on the street, and I was with my girlfriend Astrid, and she's looking at me like I have ten heads. Like you really give a fuck about this right now? Like, <laughs> I just want to say, like I, I care, care about Andy Dick. I care about Andy Dick as well. I'm glad that he came <laughs> up. Did he do yeah. anything batshit crazy right that moment? He he was jogging. He was jogging shirtless. He was really sweaty, <laughs> and he was jogging. Shirtless. I believe that. I believe that story. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> Why would he have a shirt on? Yeah, Andy Dick is a person that someone could tell me they saw him do anything, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. correct. Like it could be like the most mundane yeah. thing, and I'd be like, yeah, but when it could ha- be something crazy too, and correct. I'd be like, oh yeah, for sure. It was like, and and you know when you've never like growing up in Philly, I mean, we never saw you never saw famous people in Philadelphia. I mean, like, even the celebrities from there. Yeah, like I never yeah. saw Will Smith. <laughs> I, I did see Allen Iverson. I did see Allen Iverson, oh. and that was like huge. We just talked about him last week. Like, we did. I, I mean, I like love him. Yeah, I love him, and especially being from Philly, and like we would go to the games yeah. all the time. Of course, um, that was when I was, you know, a teenager in college. Like when he was sort of at his height. Yeah. So. But that's sort of like you, you might see like an athlete, but it, really, other than that, like no, not really. So when I started going to LA, yeah, um, I remember once my girlfriend Astrid, she's one of my best friends out here, and she, um, she and I would like really hit the party scene back in the day. And I remember once um, we saw Paris Hilton, and that was, yeah. I mean. That was major. We saw Paris Hilton. Who else did we? My another one of my my very first like funny celebrity settings was we went to a party at Lindsay Lohan's suite at the Chateau Marmont. <laughs> I'm so done. We were like so terrified to be there because we had just put out that song "Baby Rat," Lindsay Lohan's Revenge. Um, I don't know if you guys remember it. It was a song okay. with Spank Rock and Pace Rock and Santi Gold and. Oh, and we're kind of like making fun of her, which Squad. is 
kind yeah. of teen, but it was really, the song was really fucking funny. And yeah. um, it was just silly. And Naeem and I the whole time were like, yo, she's going to see us. She's going to kick us the fuck out. Like, we are not allowed to be here. Yeah. And we're like not seeing her. It's like a small suite. And there's all these people just like around, like drinking, smoking, yeah. whatever. And then all of a sudden, Astro and I are waiting in line for the bathroom. And Lindsay Lohan, opened, the door opens to the bedroom. And she comes crawling out on all like hands and knees. I don't know if she's like looking for something on the floor. And she's crawling down the hallway and literally just like crawls back into the room, but the like crawls backwards. What? Like a child. Like she's crawling backwards. It was all very strange. So she's and been then after doing this. Tampa, <laughs> she's, she's been like this. Yeah. And then Astrid and I stole a bunch of her tampons and then we were like, we got Lindsay Lawrence tampons. <laughs> you you got <laughs> stupid tampons from the fire crotch. We got shots from the fire crotch. I had a fire crotch tampon. I loved it. <sighs> there That's is my favorite thing I've ever heard. There is yeah. one particular celebrity encounter that I want to ask you about because I did email you about it. But okay, first yeah. of all, I learned this story from like stalking you on MySpace. <laughs> so I feel oh weird that I even know it. But like, right. well, I am yeah, really. That's just an old one. He that's like one. really confronted you. Like he was really angry with you. Oh, oh, he was. He was furious. He was. He was like legitimately really upset. And actually, I actually. I, I felt badly. Yeah. It was a really weird situation. Um, it was, I remember it was the same month that Naeem was on the cover of the fader. So this was uh, maybe like 2008, you know? So this was, this was yeah. a long time ago and we had just played, I want to say it was hard, hard fast maybe. And uh, so we get up and, and, you know, we're doing the show and it's, it's really crazy it's like insane and we we always would do bump is sort of like the last song you know and uh when it came time to say the lyric that i say and when i say it live i always do it a little differently than i do it on the record and i do it like that every single time i've never changed it since i started saying it like this over 10 years ago but i say i keep it dirty i ain't fergie fuck the black eyed peas and so i say it like that but at the time, there were so many people on stage with us. My Again, always back to my girlfriend, Astrid. Uh, Astrid being one of them. She's like hype manning me and like backing me up. And we run to the front of the stage and everybody puts their middle fingers up. And there's like thousands of people just started screaming when we said it, like cheering. And, you know, whatever. That's what happens when I say it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, fast forward, the show's over. We're backstage and I come out of the trailer and I see Naeem talking to somebody and Naeem's looking at me and whoever he's speaking to, their back is to me. So I don't realize that it's Will I Am. And so as I walk over, I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, no. Yeah. And I remember he just he gave me a look of death. And uh, I, re I just looked at him and I was like, well. I didn't know this day would come eventually. Uh, I knew it would, you know, I knew it would. Yeah. And he proceeded to just rip me a new one. I mean, like he, you guys, he was so upset. I thought he was going to cry. I'm not even kidding. He was so angry. I think it's partially, I don't think he normally would have felt so upset, but it was because he apparently had been stand, standing on the side of the stage while we did the song, like while we were playing. I had no idea he was even there. Um, I don't know if it would have like changed anything. I think I still would have just done what I, I do. Um, mm -hmm. It's the song. It's the way I wrote it. But 
I don't know if I would have done, well, I don't know if I would have done it with quite as much vigor, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> and aggression, but, um, but, oh my God, he was so angry and he's saying all this really crazy shit, shit that like, I kind of can't repeat. He's dropping a lot of N-bombs. Um, he was like saying to Naeem, he was like, you know, what's going to happen, right? Oh. She's going to go solo. And then she's going to start getting on the covers of magazines. Cause you know, we N words and N words don't get the cover of magazines. And he's like getting really aggressive with me and Naeem. Like he's just like in our face. And at one point I stopped him. I was like, um, I just want to say that, uh, Naeem's actually on the cover of the fader right now. And I'm not. So I just, you know, <laughs> as a side note, uh, Black men do get the cover of magazines, so I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I also, is and he, he like, like mad because that's what happened, what happened to him? Yeah. I think, well, it was this really weird projection, right? Like, you're feeling like super salty that like Fergie has just gone solo and is like really successful with her solo career. And nobody really cares about a Will I Am solo career. Or, I mean, I, just, I don't know if anyone's like, oh my God, the Black Eyed Peas mean so much to me and they're my favorite <laughs> band and they're so special. <laughs> yeah. Black Eyed you make bar mitzvah music and that's cool and so i'm now going back and forth with him like right. yo man like he's like well why would you say that why would you say that it's like well because i didn't want people to confuse what we do with what you do we didn't get put together by a record label this is my best friend we've been mm. making music for years <laughs> Like, we come from an actual music scene. Right. Like, Go off, like, friend. You know, like, don't, so I don't, you know, and, and he was just, like, so upset. And and then was, like, kind of, like, threatening me and, yeah. like, saying things like, this is probably why my, uh, I never had my big mage pop career. Uh, <laughs> will I am put the kibosh on that? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, he was, like. I mean, I'm just saying, you don't want to burn any bridges. And like Jimmy Iovine standing like maybe like 15 feet what? away. And he's like, you know, you just don't want to burn any bridges, what I'm saying. And I was like, dog, I'm in a band called Sweatheart where I dress up in like a thong and a McDonald's french fry costume. I don't even think we're on the same bridge. Okay. So like relax. Right. And he was just really, really upset. And I don't think it helped that as, as he was saying, you don't want to burn any bridges, Pharrell walked over and basically was like, that was the best show ever. <laughs> like <laughs> giving us so much love and praise. And Will, I am just like, huh, you know, arms crossed, like so upset. And, um, and yeah, he's just, he's an interesting guy. You know, I don't think that he's like an untalented person. I think he's clearly very, very talented at what he does. And he, but what he does is really specific and very, very different than what Naeem and I do. And for me, it was, I was like, look, like, I don't know what to say. And then I did that really annoying thing where, I mean, this is so rude. And when people do it to me, I get really annoyed. But, um, you know, when someone like hurts your feelings or does something shitty to you, and instead of just saying like, hey, I'm sorry I did that. It's like, I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt. Yes. yes. And I basically just like, I'm sorry that you feel so upset. I'm sorry that you feel badly. I'm sorry that you you know, are feeling upset by this, but I wasn't going to apologize about the lyric because that is kind of how I feel. I mean, a little bit like fuck the black eyed peas, you know, like mm. I just thought they were kind of corny. And I was like, I don't know, dog, like this is life in the big city. Like you got to like get over it. And then, but then I was like so embarrassed because the next day my manager called me and he was like, yo, what happened with you and Will last night? He called me up yelling at me and was like, she did it on purpose because she knew I was there and like threatening my career and he was like yo you gotta chill guy and um 
I was like, this is kind of embarrassing to have like a rat beef with the black eyed bees. <laughs> if I was to have like a rat beef with anybody, can it not be them? Like that's right. so corny. Like I just kind of can't even. So, like, so that's what well I am. Yeah, he was very upset. And now he's laughing at me with all his billions of bar mitzvah money dollars and <laughs> could probably not give a shit. <laughs> I've never swallowed so much tea in my life. Yeah, that was... Um, Pharrell was in the middle. Is... <laughs> I, I did lot. not know that Pharrell and Jimmy Iovine were there. Pharrell and Jimmy Iovine were there. Actually, funny enough, fast forward to a few years later, I am on tour with Peaches and we have this big after party for our LA show because it was the last night of the tour. And we had been on tour like for almost two months. We were so exhausted. So she's like, well, I want to do this big party for us. Like we had such a great tour. And she was like, would you, you know, do a couple songs? And I was like, yeah, of course. You know, so we're in this warehouse and it's this, yeah, it's this like really big party. And I'm standing there with one of my, my like college roommate, Araya. And she's very, a very attractive woman. She's very beautiful. And, uh, I come out of the bathroom and I see her talking to these two guys. Well, one's Will I am. And he's like him and his friend are chatting with her, a pretty girl. And I come up and it's like, Oh, Hey, Hey, Will. It's like, hello, Amanda. <laughs> and I, he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, uh, well, it's my party. Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And he's like, your party, your party for what? And it's like, what? obviously, this is the this is the only thing that's going on. This is the after party. It's not like we're in a nightclub and you just happen to be here. Like, or like a day, or like house. a local rec center where it's like, oh yeah. no, I'm not here for this. I'm here across the hall. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was, I was like, for our show, and he's like, what show? I was like, the sold out show we did at the Will Turn. Okay, stop acting like you don't know. It was so strange. I mean, he's just this kind of a strange guy, but it was, uh, it was, I was like, Ooh, shady Will trying to shade me at my own party. You better go ugly. on that guy. That's ugly. That is, that's very ugly. So you yeah. have a um, new album coming out. Is it out? No, 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 not, not, it's done. It's like totally done, which is, is kind of terrifying, but, um, it's yeah it's finished i'm not exactly sure when i'm going to release it i'm still kind of like figuring out some of the business mm -hmm. side of it but the record is done i made it last year in sort of like a four-month fever dream um so it happened really really quickly uh and we we made it really quickly we finished it really quickly it's mixed it's mastered it's like sort of ready to go the artwork is done mm. um and so now it's just, I've been spending a lot of time like putting the show together and figuring out how I want to perform it live. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's very different, but it's, um, I'm really, really, really love it. And I'm ideally it'll be out this summer. Do you have a title? Yet? So we'll see. I do. As a matter of fact, um, it's called the ruiner. Ooh. It's called. It's <laughs> so like you um, are the ruiner. Well, it's funny because I am curious to know when people hear the record, if they're going to wonder if someone else is the ruiner or if I'm the ruiner, gotcha. the, the, the album artwork is really, um, it's pretty funny. And it's, uh, basically what happened was I wasn't ever probably going to make another record again. I was like, Ugh, I'm like over it. I'm just so over this industry. I don't really care. And, uh, 
wasn't hadn't felt inspired to like really properly make music in in quite some time. So I cleared out my teenage bedroom, um, the same house that I grew up in became sort of like this, my teenage bedroom became the storage room for like all the crap in the house because <laughs> no one ever went in this room. It was like on the third floor. I grew up in like a very Philly row, oh. like typical row home, you know? Yeah. And, uh, we cleared it out and it's like trapped in time. My sister and I were stunned at what this room looked like. It's like trapped in 1997. It's crazy. It's like my high school just like ex- experience all exploded all over these walls like floor to ceiling pictures from magazines and posters and like I had a whole corner in the room a whole section that was just like Anna Nicole ads uh, or the guest ads <laughs> <Anna Nicole. laughs> just keep cracking up I'm like there's pi- there's pictures of like you know Mary J Blige and Jay-Z and then like PJ Harvey and and like Sarah Michelle Geller, like the just the funny the Romeo and Juliet, like Well, like, I was going to say, I know there's funny. DiCaprio in the room. Oh, there's DiCaprio. Pick a celebrity from the nineties and that it. person is on my wall. Like it's wild. And um at one point we're laughing. I'm like, why did I have an entire Anna Nicole corner? Is beyond me. Right. But it's but also not, because why wouldn't you? Um right. Exactly. Of course. But so the yeah, so the so the whole room really like inspired the record because it's like all the all the artists that I listened to that I grew up you know in high school listening to and that I sort of loved and always wished I could be like um when you're like 16 like oh one day I'm gonna be in a band um and so the artwork is in that room and it's a very specific image and so I'm curious to see like what people think when they see the imagery and they hear the music if they're gonna be able to figure it out but uh, but yeah it's called The Ruiner and I Hopefully, very soon, uh, the first single is going to come out. We're sort of there's a lot of debate about which song it should be. Mm. Um, it's nine songs. Uh, it's nine songs, and so it's quick. It's a quick, quick album. But um, ideally, yeah, it'll be out soon. And I, I actually just found out the other day that I'm going to go on tour in May with somebody. I can't say who because it's not like. It's not set in stone, like, yeah, it's like the ink is in dry, but um, I'm going to go on tour with with someone, and so that'll be, you know, once everything really starts coming out, and that, so that that should be the spring. I'm so excited. That's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited about it, and definitely, like, this is the thing that I'm probably, I'm the most proud of this over anything ever I've ever made. Aww. It's it's like I, I feel like it's really special it's really special to me so so yeah so it's exciting but it's like so much to do yeah is it the same would you say that it's the same sound that you've no. always kind of done no and that's I think that's the other thing it's definitely more like it's it's more in the vein, if you listen to my album, it's more in the vein of the last song. I have a song with Licky Lee that I do called Leaving You Behind. And it's like a little more in that vein. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty. The album's really pretty. Um, it's definitely got some like heavier moments on there. It's all live music. I mean, there's some, some electronic stuff happening sort of very subtly, but, um, you know, I've been playing the guitar for 15 years and I, I've never... 
I've never done that um, with the music that we made because it didn't really lend itself, you know, right. to to playing the guitar. Um, and I grew up playing the piano. I mean, I grew up pretty musical, so with a musical family. So, um, so it's definitely more musical. But it's it's yeah, it's it's pre- I would say it's really pretty. Yeah. And uh, and like personal it sounds like. like. Per- very, very, which is also really kind of like terrifying. Of course. <laughs> not, not, not to say that the music in the past wasn't personal. It was just, it was just different. Yeah, of course. It's still enough though. I play. I, I, I sent the record to Santi Gold when I was mixing it because I wanted some feedback, and I, she's got such an amazing um, critical ear. Yeah, like she's really, really good at giving like constructive feedback. Um, as opposed to just saying like, I like it, I don't like it. You know, mm-hmm. she, she knows what she's listening. She knows how to like, uh, to listen to music very critically, um, in a good way. So I sent it to her and she la- she said something, I sent her this one song and she was laughing. She was like, you know, what's so funny about you, even though you're not rapping on the record, like you are such a rapper, like you're so aggressive and your lyrics can be so cutting or so mean, but the song is so pretty and I don't expect that all of a sudden these lyrics are going to be really mean. Yeah. She was like, I think I'm about to listen to a really sweet love song and you're just like going in. <laughs> like, I find that to be true like, about you too, though. Cause I'm thinking about like, is, do you have a song? It's like shame on me or shame on shame on me yeah like that oh, song behind yeah um, th- that's like i'm like yeah like i find that to be true about you too like where the but i love that i love when any songs are like that yeah that. yeah yeah well it's like sort of like incongruous you know to mm-hmm. like what you think you're gonna be listening to and what the lyrics actually are so there's like an element of that um and it's still like i think because i learned how to write songs writing rap songs like i still have a very similar approach like lyrically so it's um so it's interesting I think it'll be interesting like I'm not actually rapping on the record but um but it's still clearly the same like personality um it's my personality so it's uh so I think that there will I think that people will get it um that being said I'm not like not rapping anymore I rapped on Naeem's record which I love it's like one of my favorite raps I've ever done. It's so good. I kind of, I'm like, I want him to put it out because it's just so fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping, I think he's going to release that one as a single because it is really, it's really good. Um, so I'm still, you know, I'm still rapping and I just recently was working on something with this guy named Duke DeMont who makes like house music and stuff. So I'm still, right. I'm not, not going to rap again. I'm, I'm, a, I go get really worried that people yeah. are going to be like, oh, she went country. She's pulling a Kesha or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I love Kesha. No shade to Kesha yeah. at all. Like, I adore her. But, it's kind of the know. damned if you do, damned if you don't. I find yeah. that to be with a lot of, if you kind of are electronic or rap or, and then if you get more acoustic, it's people are going to kind of like be, have something mean to say, no matter what, oh, what yeah. sound you have, which I'm sure oh, you know they're better definitely than most gonna people. Have- they're definitely going to have something to say, I'm sure. And yeah. there will, you know, I mean, it sort of comes with the territory, you know, that some people are going to get it. Some people are not. Some people are going to wish I was rapping. Some people are going to prefer this. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's just all a matter of taste, I suppose. But yeah, you're a little damned if you do damned if you don't, because there's this sort of expectation that um, you're supposed to grow and shift and change as an mm-hmm. artist. And then there's right. this other 
sort of desire to have your the artist that you love just sort of stay the same and kind of recreate all the things you like right. about them over and over. Right. Santi and I talk about this all the time. It's, you know, so I, at some point you just have to like, kind of like let go and just make what you want to make and hope that people get it. Right. Of course. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a challenge that like you have if you're like eclectic at all. Like, yeah, yeah. especially if you're doing oh, anything absolutely. creative, oh, yeah. I feel that all the time, like with this, like sometimes yeah. I'm like, Oh, are we supposed to only talk about like, jokey stuff or can we be like serious serious or like you know like yeah it's always like yeah i'm talking about like yeah getting really like political and like you know topical or is it just like all pop culture or is it all jokes or yeah because i'm passionate about all those things so i i can Well, well and that's the thing i think it's like especially for like i mean i'm a little older than you guys but like my generation your generation like we're not like tied to sort of like one um like scene or taste in things or you Mm -hmm. can you can be just as obsessed with the chloe kardashian jordan woods tristan thompson scandal as i myself am Mm -hmm. um and you know equally as concerned about you know what's happening with trans rights and Mm -hmm. you know donald trump like you can you can care about all of these things all at once. You can like all different types of music all at once. You can be interested in all sorts of different styles of things. Um, yeah. You know, like you can listen to the Smiths and you can listen to little Kim. It's not like, right. you're not like beholden. To that's like bitch. One you just, that's her. Me up. Yeah. Like you just, <laughs> <summed> like... <laughs> she raised her hammock. She was in Yeah. College. Like I was in church. She's like president. Like was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Basically. So, so then I think you will like my record. Then I think you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I so it. something else that I wanted to ask about though, while we're on the topic of like, yeah, yeah something that we could go like a serious route, but I just want to know like the tea because you did go to the best of both worlds tour. Oh my God. I did. I I assume it was the one in Philadelphia. It was in Philly. And what happened was, I don't know if you guys will remember this, but I, and and this is the thing. And I, I, you know, admittedly, like I purchased the ticket because I loved that record and I wanted to see Jay-Z and R. Kelly. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to see that show. Um, and the night before, like two nights before is that whole, there was that whole incident. I don't know exactly what happened, but there was some sort of incident between like R. Kelly and like one of Jay-Z's. R. Kelly like, says that someone pulled a knife on him. Yeah. And then there was like a mace thing, some sort yeah. of pepper spray yeah. thing that happened backstage. Who got um, maced? Well, I guess you're all yeah. in good time. You're going to tell us. Uh, well, I, you know, it's funny. I don't remember if it was that. Like R. Kelly says, somebody pulled a knife on him, so then he 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 pepper sprayed like one of Jay Z's friends. I think it was like something like that. Mm. I'm probably wrong on the details, but it was something something like that. And so immediately Jay Z's like, "You are off the fucking tour. Like you're done. You're out. You're crazy. You gotta go." And uh, two days later is the show in Philly. So me and my best friend Cesar, my best friend, my best friend from high school. And uh, one of his one of his girlfriends that I never always I didn't never loved her, but you know, I was like, all right, like whatever. <laughs> never she, loved you. She get, <laughs> never loved you, but like you could come, you could come. Okay, <laughs> that's you me. I don't yeah. really like her, but yes, but I guess like, yeah, yeah, you know, like I ain't letting that ruin my good time. Right. So okay, and 
he immediate Jay Z immediately replaces um, R. Kelly with Mary, and for me, like Mary is in my top five. Like if if I had to go through any artist where I I have I own and I probably know like their entire discography, she is in she is in that family, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I love her so much, and so she just you know she's like the princess of R&B and so I was really excited I was sad I was like Kels you were missed but like you know we got married so so I I was actually like I was like all right with it and I remember the girl that was there she was so upset and I just remember thinking like girl you are really frightened like you know anything about any of this like if you cannot appreciate the fact that Mary J. Blige is coming out right now, like dancing, like Auntie Mary, singing her ass off, like, then you shouldn't even be here. You know, you know what? Then you're probably not even a real R. Kelly fan. Like, I was just like, you, I just thought she was such a phony. And um, I remember, like, they pulled it out of their ass. I mean, they had, like, Busta Rhymes come out. They had, like, All State Property come out. They had uh, Puffy come out. They had, like, they just had to bring out so many guests, I think, because people oh. were so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but Mary killed it. And actually, one of the most, one of my favorite concert moments of all time, she started singing I'm Going Down. And all of Philly is just singing along. Like, every woman in the world knows all the words to that song, right? <laughs> So everybody's singing. She cuts the music, has all the lights turned on in the house. She's like, I want to look at you. And she just sings a cappella with like oh, thousands of people. And it was like, I was crying, y'all. I was crying. <laughs> and that girl was looking at me like, are you crying? I was like, what? girl, you got to go. You got to go. I was so mad she was there. Um, <laughs> I don't like that either but- when people like try to wonder why you're having an emotional moment to something artistic. Yeah. I've had that people do that a few times, and I'm like, Santi did that to me a Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> she got these tickets as a Fleetwood Mac, but she is so funny. She was doing it in like a funny way, but right. she, we had like me and one of her dancers. We like found we were in San Francisco. And we found these like old like it, it was like the most like crusty hippie funny like San Francisco white people you will ever see in your life yeah. at a Fleetwood Mac concert, and this was like in 2009. This is when we were on tour. And she's like, I have a surprise. I got those tickets. And she pulled some favor. We got these front row seats. It was amazing. And me and one of her dancers, we go and we like smoke weed with these like old hippies when we go to get like some food and we come back and I'm so stoned. And she starts singing Rhiannon. Oh, bitch. I would have died. Girl, I thought you were going to say landslide. Landslide, I would have (laughs) just melted into the seat. Like, I mean, melted. Exactly. And her voice is still so, so beautiful. And we were right there. I mean, we were like front row. Yeah. Like we, I could, I could have like spit on her. We were so close. And so I just like start crying and Santi just like turns and looks at me. She's like, Oh my God, are you crying? <laughs> I will cry at a concert. I will cry. I, like, I, I cry. I've cried at a lot of concerts. Same. I've, I've only been at... to like three and I cried once. <laughs> I've cried. <laughs> I've Fucking sorry, a stink bug just flew in here, and I'm like staring at it. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's get, like trying to get it out. Right. Um, I have cried at so Several. many, so many. I will do it. It's just. I mean, oh. yeah, I'm not the biggest Fleetwood Mac fan, but if I, you know, they may their music is so like moving. Yeah. I can't imagine not thing, crying. It's yeah, it's not like it'd yeah. be weird if you cried watching fucking like 
Well, I, I want to say a comedian. I want to say carrot top. He doesn't make me. So, you know what I mean? Like if you cried at like a weird, you know, something that's like, you know. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I totally get it. I, I, I definitely, I mean, you know, music is really moving. And so, yeah, so we definitely, like, I, I for sure shed a tear for oh. Mary. And, um, and it was really, it's really crazy because I, I know I don't really save a lot of concert tickets. And I found that, that concert ticket, I was like cleaning through this box in my closet and trying to get rid of stuff. And I found this concert ticket and I was like, oh, my God, I like I like actually paid money to go see. I wanted to see R. Kelly at the time. Wow. And this was, I think, what, in like 2001, maybe mm-hmm. yeah. 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I again, like R. Kelly is somebody whose catalog I feel like I, I know pretty well, mm-hmm. at least the first like 15 years of his, his career, 10 to 15 years. And uh now, I mean, obviously we've known for quite some time what a piece of shit he is and how that he's a pedophile and he's a predator and yeah. he's um, an abusive sociopathic person. Uh, but I, I think back at that time and I'm like, I kind of had an idea. You know, at the time it was like, you know, we didn't have like the internet in the same way we do now. And it was like, oh, he, he's shady. He's nasty. He, you know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It wasn't this, like, thought of, yeah, that he's, like, an actual predator and a pedophile. And and now it's, like, looking back on it, how could you not know? It's, like, you know, and I'm sort of, like, disappointed in myself, but... Because I I think on some level maybe we did know, and I maybe... You know, you just sort of, like, you Compartmentalize. I was just going to say compartmentalize. yeah we had an episode where we talked about that and i said i was like yeah like i can't act like i there was ever a time where like i knew about it and chose to not think about it so that i could enjoy hair braider completely i mean there are so many songs that i still like of his that like pop into my head and i'm i will sing and it's and it's it is really like it it's really a tricky Amanda? thing because <laughs> you're putting me through right. She's over here. Day. Yeah, she's over here having because you're describing like I was in the car oh. with my boyfriend and feeling on your booty came on and like I sat <laughs> for like a really long song. time trying not to sing along and then I started singing and I was just like I looked over to him because he was looking at me like with his mouth like open yeah I was like listen like don't tell anyone but, but I stand sing. by this song like yeah. yeah like don't ever tell I mean if I hear cutting up tomatoes fruits and vegetables and potatoes like I will <laughs> I, I like I can't not sing right. this is the thing he's a he's he is a He's a very interesting, unique songwriter. Yeah. Um, I mean, trapped in the closet, the whole. And when you look back at it now, it's like, oh God, he he was telling he us. Was te- he yes. was telling us. I watched uh, this video one time where Randy Newman, of all people, um, <laughs> they like asked Randy him. Newman. Yes, ma'am. They asked him like, who is like a modern artist that you are like really passionate about? Yeah. And he was like, R. Kelly is the real deal. Like Holy he was shit. like, R. Kelly is there's there's not a more unique songwriter since Bob Dylan. I was like, oh, shit. Randy Newman, like Toy Story, yes. soundtrack, yeah. Randy Newman. Well, that's the thing. It's like he's not always the greatest, but he is one of the most unique for sure. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's 
and he and he has so he's been so prolific i mean he's mm-hmm. just made yeah. so much music yeah. um so there's his catalog is enormous i mean there's so many songs that we all know there's millions songs we probably don't even know you know because he's just released so much shit but i i really like i really struggle with this my sister one of my sisters is is really good at like disconnecting like Scientology, you're disconnected. Get out of here. You know, like she she will cut she will cut off her mom. She will cut off her mother. <laughs> She's really good at at that. Whereas I I I will kind of compartmentalize, and I know this about myself. Um, it took me a long time to like you like I have I haven't watched a Woody Allen movie in in like a really really long time. Um, but that took a minute and. You know, with certain artists, I've been able to say, like, absolutely not. Like, I don't think I've listened to a Chris Brown song in 10 years. I don't care about Chris Brown. I don't give a fuck about Chris Brown. I don't care about his music. I don't care that he's a good dancer. I just don't give a shit. It, like, he's an idiot, and he savagely beat up his girlfriend. That's like, that's, that's, I'm cool. That's me. Now you know? I'm, like, now my church hand. Yeah, that's Sebastian, <laughs> and I'm always like, but, yeah. but I, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, you know. But he never meant anything to me. Whereas, like, That's Morrissey is, like, yeah. out of his goddamn mind. Okay, and bitch. I think that you will, Are we friends? Like, <laughs> Can we be friends now, please? Here's yes, my number. Yes. It's... <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Because um, they will more than likely have to pry hat full of hollow from mm-hmm. my cold dead hands. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like... I, I, Ah, that I, I always say like you I know tell. that I love Morrissey like deep inside me. Yeah. Because he says crazy shit and oh. I'm still like Well listen, I mean, you know, I'm I, when it comes to the Smiths, I'm I'm pretty much like a fledgling Smiths fan. So I For like her. I'm gonna be I'm real like I have the greatest hits, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. from what I've heard, it's beautiful. It's like out of this world oh, so... never heard melodies quite like that so i get that i totally get it's that it's ne- i mean never i think he's i i think for me personally between like him and like a few others yeah. he's you know one of the greatest songwriters of all time and and the smiths especially i mean like that band because I, I like Marcy's solo stuff but the, the smiths really for me are are like it and yeah. just everything that i want um out of music and uh and I, it's that being said, I mean, Marcy didn't rape anybody. He didn't beat anybody up. He's an idiot when it comes to politics, and he's and like relations. insufferable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's 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 his politics problematic. Don't with my are wildly problematic, yeah. and I don't um, I don't agree with virtually anything he says. Same. But yeah. but musically, I am able to sort of like I'm I'm able to sort of yeah like sort of disassociate and it's it's funny because i always joke around you guys said you wanted to talk about madonna well here I, you go <gasps> i her first album if I'm i was on a desert right. island her first be. album for me has to come like if you get you know if you get your like handful that album i is front to back i think one of the greatest pop albums of ever of all time okay. and um and I almost feel like the Madonna that exists now is not like is not the Madonna that existed. Like we talk about this know, all the time. Now. That's it's why almost I'm like, like it's two different people. Yes. I, I like 
I don't even associate like that era of Madonna, eighties and nineties Madonna with like the Madonna that it's no. almost like it's a completely different person. What's weird She's is totally like it's yes. it's like the Kanye thing though, where yes. it's like you turned into the kind of person that the older you would have had a problem with. Yeah. Like you like Yeah. That's it's frightening. I'm like about to get chills because we you don't know, but we talk about Madonna. It comes up weekly it's pretty much weekly I we mean. have to talk about madonna because she doesn't get her due she does not get her due and people like our age um and it's t- younger forget about it but people our age always want to like dismiss her dismiss her and clown her i'm like okay, okay so, go go ahead so for my generation yes she gets so i was like oh she, i mean my generation yes absolute i mean she gets i think she gets her due with people who know closer to 40 and up Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I I grew up. I mean, that's literally like I grew up listening to Madonna. Yes. My, I remember in the first grade, my my best friend Holly had a had a Madonna themed birthday party. I mean, like we all dressed up like <gasps> oh. Madonna. Like that was it was everything was Madonna. Yeah. We we're like rolling around on the floor singing like a virgin, and my mom's like, "Oh, holy shit!" Christ. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? And it's funny because I how how old are you guys? Do you mind that I ask? I'm no. twenty six. I'm twenty seven. Okay, so we're about a ten year gap, and yeah, um, that's that ten year gap is means something. Because you're right, like I, I would imagine a twenty year old doesn't really give a fuck about Madonna. No, when I first met my boyfriend, like he thought it was weird that I listened to her. To like he was almost kind of like, "Is she really a thing?" And I was yes. like, "Madonna." That's the like, thing is, I think excuse that, moi. And you okay, know, like, we're born. We're not even like. You? We're not like, ba- you know, we're not, we're not like babies. We're, I was born 91. You would think, yeah. but no, I think the disconnect. And I think because the stretch where we would nor the stretch where we were the age that like you were when it was Madonna, you know, like craze. I think because, yeah. you know, I think the last hurrah was like maybe music, you know? And we were like, what? Music. 10 or I 11? I think like music. I I will give her confessions of on a dance floor. Oh, I'm for I'm sorry. I was gonna say that, that's that, the I one. Agree with. That's I think the that one. Was like the last, but that there was also a big, there was like a real lag time in between, like yes. music yeah. and like ray of light and yes. all of that. Um, and then confessions on a dance floor. That's I almost just want her. I just am like, can you just go back to working with like Nile Rogers and Jellybean Benitez I agree. and like stop trying to work with like whomever is Who's the hottest the person most correct because because the thing that i always loved about madonna in the 80s and the 90s is she kind of did always work with you know producers that were like on the fringe or on the come up like new young yeah. people or really interesting people and not to say that some of the current producers she's working with aren't interesting but like it just seems like she's just like sort of globbing on to like whatever is just like current and hot yeah. and like let me just let me just do whatever is now and I was like but you're the forward you're supposed to be the forward thinker you're supposed to be the really progressive one you're supposed to be turning us on to cool producers and if you can't do that then just go back to making classic pop music go back to making like ABBA disco songs and like a virgin and like but I think that's why Confessions works for me because Confessions felt like she was doing that that doing her thing yeah but like it's like I, I almost want her to go back to that or like even something before I'm like, what if you made like a freestyle album? That to me that would be brilliant. Yeah. But she just like, I mean, yeah. she, I just don't see it happening. And I, 
I'm really confused by her these days. And I just... I don't think it's going to happen. Like, no. 60's not the end, but... Absolutely not. She looks great, and she's, like, super... Yeah, like She could and, do like, it. I, I think part of it... I don't... I don't know. I just... No, I, I really... I have this conversation all the time with uh, some friends of mine because yes. we're, like, crazy Madoc people. And right. um, I don't know if you guys know who DJ uh, Ellie Escobar is. But um, oh, right. he's a really amazing... Like, he is, like, an amazing DJ from New York. Yes. Like, house music, um, dance music, rap music, freestyle music, uh, disco. And he is brilliant and... He um he and I made a song on my first record. We did Gimme What You Got. And he um he and I would always make like house music and freestyle freestyle music together. And I was like, Oh, you're gonna be I, you're like the jelly bean to my to my Madonna. And I just wish that she would she would like go back to that. But I don't I yeah, I don't know if I see it happening. I don't, so, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Another eighties artist that Sebastian and I are passionate about and no one else Very. our age is. But I know that you are. I hugely. I is know. George Michael George also Michael. on the bus? I would okay. sing George Michael. Oh, bitch, we killed. <laughs> I know that we killed I Want Your Sex yes. at least <laughs> twice. Like, I know you hit that. <laughs> oh, sex, bitch. Yes. Um, that was everything. Have you seen George Michael live too? I have. I saw him a few years ago with my sister. So, I'm the baby of four girls, um, and funny enough, two of my oldest sisters are like upwards of fifty. So there's a big, there's a pretty big gap between mm. the two of them, and then my sister Katie, who were three years apart. So we really grew up with sisters that were like teenagers in the '80s, and like mm-hmm. just putting like every everything we know about music. A lot of it is from all of my older sisters, and. Uh, my sister Katie got. She said, "You know, George Michael's coming. I I want to get I want to get tickets. I want to get good tickets. Like we are going to spend some money, bitch. Like we got to do this." Right. And I remember I was on tour, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is really tricky." But you know what? Like I don't know when he's going to come back around. Right. And it was one of the greatest concerts. Like the bitch still got it. Like he fucking sang. Like he still he had the voice. Sing. He put yeah. on such a great show. The first half of the show was all the hits like and he has so many yeah uh it was oh we my sister and i absolutely cried like we were just like hugging each other and singing along and um and then funny enough the last half of his of the show like there's like an intermission and he comes back out and it's sort of like his like kind of newer stuff which is like very like i'm in a gay club i'm in a gay club i'm like moving and shaking it's like some of it's a little cheesy, but it's right. like very like. That's how I felt. Do you know his song "Amazing"? Yes, the, it's like. Don't you think it's amazing? It's like <laughs> oh. really. Like, it's that just like popper, is, poppers. If poppers yeah, were a song, yeah, like it's poppers music. Exactly, yeah, it's, yeah. it's music for pop, party poppers. It's right. like do a popper and listen to this. Um, but I love George Michael. His music is, yeah, so good. So yes. special. It's so underrated too. It is like, underrated, so... underappreciated. So when he died, I immediately like called Sebastian and was like, "Have you George heard?" Michael's dead. Like, yeah. but so I, yeah. I am also he the young, 
I'm also the youngest of four, and yeah. also like my siblings grew up in the '80s. Yeah. So that just like before we called you, I was bringing my brother to the airport, and we were talking about. So my brother is 19 years older than me. So when I was 13, and he was however. Old, however old 19 years yeah. Yeah. um we saw duran duran and like people there were like why is this kid here yes okay. <laughs> is anybody so please please tell her this. can i please tell you this story <laughs> yes please. okay so i grew up in new orleans so i saw him i saw duran duran in new orleans yeah they came out the first song they did was reach out for the sun whatever that song was called and then after uh-huh. that simon Lebon was like <laughs> I don't know why this stuck in my head, but Simon LeBond was like, Louisiana, is anybody hungry? hungry? And then, like, they, like, went into <laughs> Hungry Like the Wolf, and that was just, like, so magical. And, of course, everyone was like, ah! Yes. Oh, my God. So, anyway, like, my so brother. cheesy and so great. Yes. Yeah. My brother and I were talking about that, and I was like, yeah, like, I was like, people think it's weird when I told them that I'm, like, into Duran Duran. And my brother was like, yeah, but everyone who grew up in the 80s, like, loves them. And I was like, I didn't grow up in the 80s. Right. <laughs> like, it's like he forgot. Yeah, like, like oh, I yeah. feel like. Totally different decade. Right. Like, it's I was like, by born. proxy. Yeah. Because you were just around it. So, right. Yeah. So that's, like, my. Well, I have this memory of sitting in the car with my older sister, Stephanie, who's 15 years older than me. And I was probably in high school, and uh, I can't remember which song came on, but uh, George Michael came on, and we're in the car, and she's driving, and she just looks at me, and she goes, ugh, I love him. We were so sad when we found out he was gay. (laughs) (laughs) All our hopes and dreams were, like, dashed, like, he'll never love me, you know, and I can never marry George Michael. And I, she, I like that for her as a teenager, a teenager, he was like oh, this huge heartthrob. Yeah. You know? And uh, for me, I mean, I grew up no, always knowing he was gay. Right. right. And for her, she, it like was a thing that came, he like came out, you know, she's like, we were all so devastated because we knew we could never marry him. You know? Yeah. Like my brother <laughs> told me that. And the yeah. Like my brother was like, girls like uh, really, really, really were into him. Like I can see that. Such a heartthrob. Yeah, that five I mean, he o'clock was shadow. So smoking hot. He was really hot. I mean, he was smoking hot even at the end, like in his as as he oh, got he's older. still look good. He still was handsome. He Aww. looked so good on our on the tour that we saw. He was like in this like suit. He, oh, he looked Aww. so good, and he's just such a dreamboat. And it's so funny because she was sort of the same with like Duran Duran, and um, mm. you know, all growing up, it was like Duran Duran, The Smiths, Depeche Mode. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who else? Warder. I mean, all of the sort of like British mm-hmm. uh, pop and like dance music, and yeah. um, so I feel really lucky. I got, I got like you know, we had older sisters that really exposed us to a lot of that stuff. Hell yeah! Um, I wouldn't know anything about music if it weren't for my older sisters. Same. But um, but yeah, yeah, like they love it. Like they, that's to them, that's their youth, yeah. right? Right. I feel like he gets left out of the conversation a lot. Like, he does. When it's when the people are he like does. 80s icons and they say, you know, all the obvious ones, but then, you know, I feel like he kind of gets glossed over or thought of as like a, not a one hit wonder, but, but like a two of. hit wonder. Yeah. yeah. And so when he died, yeah. they'll kind of try to act like that. And I'm like, no. When he died, my well, brother was. So many hits. Right. And he had longevity as well. Yes. Like it wasn't a quick. Yeah moment you know it, it was, was like, some years it was a chunk of time yeah well and also what he did write was 
I mean, it was so well written. It was so well crafted. It was so well produced. It wasn't like, like, I know. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't like flash in the pan. Just like, no, it stands the test of time. It was a really, really like great, like singer, writer, guitar player. Like he was a great musician. And I, I think that people just sort of like chalk him up to just being some sort of like, kind of pop yeah like right not flash in the pan i think that obviously people know that george michael's more than that but he doesn't you're right he doesn't really get included in the conversation right. when he's one of the was one of the first like openly gay right. pop stars uh-huh. he right. was super prolific he had a ton of hits yeah um, made a ton of music i think i think that's a probably more in america i think in in the uk oh. and in europe he probably no that's what i was gonna himself. say yeah. my when he died my brother was asking me like uh because so my boyfriend is a musician like most of my friends make music so my brother was like oh like how do they feel about george michael dying like he's one of the greats and i was like i don't think my friends know who like i don't think they know who that is and he was like what and he was telling me he was like for his stretch he was as big as michael Michael jackson Jackson. like he was like oh my god he was in his heyday yeah Yeah. he's huge and i mean yeah, he was like writing and yeah. producing all that himself, and like, yeah, like I said, a lot of that stuff yeah. stands the test of time. Okay, yeah, it's not. He will ever write a song like Freedom, right? Well, yeah. I was going to say that was brilliant. Can we go around? I'd like to say our favorite George Michael song and our favorite Madonna song, if we okay. can. Would you like to start? I well, I'm glad that you brought up Freedom because Freedom. The video, bitch. The video. Oh, my God. The video changed me. I saw it, of course, like, way later than I was a... Well, I don't think we were born. A literal baby or not born. (laughs) I remember that video, yeah, when it came out. So, the video, and I have to say... I mean, Father Figure is, like, a, a masterpiece. But I have to say Freedom just... I know it's, like, the one... But it just, like, does something to me. So I'm going to say Freedom. What's your favorite Madonna song? My favorite Madonna song, it's I Cannot Pick One. So I have to, like... Oh, God, it's so hard. It's, like, for me, I think it's a tie between Secret means a lot to me. Ooh, yes. Frozen means a lot Mm. to me. And Deeper and Deeper is My Bussy Will Never Pop Harder. Yes. Like, why was that song? Like, deeper and deeper is. I mean, I can't. It's It's so good. It's. uh, Yes. And we bonded over that as well. We did bond over deeper and deeper. Okay. What's your? I'm gonna go next. Yes. Um, my favorite George Michael song. Yes. I feel like you already know this song is an album song. It's not like a single. Yes. Um, Hard Day. It's on Faith. Yeah. It is so good. Yes. 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 It is so good. Like, it is like, so good. It's like, bang, bang. Y'all <laughs> yes. did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also like Kissing a Fool, which is yes. also on Faith. Oh, I love Kissing a Fool. Um, yeah. And then my favorite Madonna song, like you said, I can't pick one. I will say, this is one of those things where it's like, whatever I say later, I'm going to be like, oh, I should have said blah, blah, blah. Of course. I know. Th- I think I know that. I one. know. That's hard. Um. It's, it's tropical. So hard. La Isla Bonita is probably my favorite. <laughs> that song is like, I know you say hauntingly, hauntingly beautiful, beautiful. But, but it is hauntingly beautiful. It is. I mean, it's, yeah. it's epic. That's your that official. Is, yeah. What's your. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Video is amazing. 
man. Um, okay, for George Michael, that one's easy for me just because I have a very specific, I mean, Careless Whisper for me is yeah. blank. Yeah. I, I used to have the, I have the CD and I would put it on and I would listen to that song on repeat when I would be in the shower. I like don't know why I always listen to George Michael in the shower. The acoustics. And I that song from me, like yeah. uh, Careless Whisper. Um, just, oh God, it's such a good ballad. I yeah. love a good, I love a good ballad. Um, Madonna, this is, I feel like I would rather pull out my own tooth than have to pick one because this is like so hard. Um, just cheat like we did. Just give us your like. Yeah, I, I would have to say, what, True Blue. <gasps> I love True, True Blue. Blue. Sebastian hates it. I hate True Blue. I'm sorry. <gasps> I'm sorry. What? He thinks it's saccharine. Sadness. I kissed it goodbye. It's like, so good. about her, like, bridge. She yeah. is such a good pop songwriter. Yeah. Um, her, like, bridges were always so good to me. I yeah. can't believe it. I liked your good. Well, along those lines, like. He hates Cherish, too. I don't like Cherish, but I do like, <gasps> but I do like Borderline. I love Borderline. Okay. So, and that's kind Borderline. of in that era. Right? Borderline is um, amazing. Yeah. I will say basically any song off of the first record for me is okay. like one of my mm-hmm. favorites but um i will say uh i think her, what i think is my favorite and like what is her best are like mm-hmm. two different things like i, I yeah. deeper and deeper yeah. secret yeah. true blue um uh open your heart uh yeah, for me was a big too. one oh when i was a kid if you had asked me as a child that was my favorite um that was my favorite Madonna song ever. I thought the boy in that video was so cute. And I would play (laughs) that that song on repeat over and over at like six years old. Like I just was obsessed. Um, I think that Papa don't preach is one of her great. We love that one too. We love that one. Papa don't preach. Like the, the, like the string instrumentation on that record. And the, 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 like the really funny, like, content lyrical content of the song is like kind of amazing yeah but my favorite um and a song that always always gets stuck in my head so it's probably my favorite is a song called think of me and it's like one of the only songs on the first record that wasn't um a single but it's like i know you want to baby think of me oh yeah it's like so cute and i just it's always in my head um so that one but also um What's but what, her best song? What is it? It's a, why am I blanking on the title? Um, like a prayer. It's not. Oh, oh my God. Like a prayer. I can't see it's happening. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why like, I don't preach like a prayer. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. I, mean, I loved when she had a choir on the song. I loved how she used to always have like a choir, which yeah. is funny. Cause I put a, a choir, like a, a family choir yeah. on a song on my record. And I was like, you know, like I want to do it. Like Madonna. <laughs> she has another she song with a choir that's on it? American uh, life. It's called nothing fails. I've never heard that one. It's like really beautiful. Wait, this is going to kill me. Um, I don't, Oh, Oh, the rhythm's right. Oh, oh that's his favorite. Bitch. Um, into the groove. Into the groove. I think that's her best song. I think into the groove. <sighs> And um, Like a Prayer are her best songs, you know? Into yeah. the Groove. Like Into the Groove is a cut. Into I, the Groove is such a special, amazing 
perfect pop song that that's that's probably i want to say that um only when i'm dancing do i feel this free at night i'll lock the doors when no one else else can can see see. that's one of my favorite lyrics ever like i mean it's the most relatable yeah i think it's maybe the best dance song because lyrically it's it's not there's not she's not trying to be deep it's just like um what the fuck she say as um uh, I'm tired of dancing. I'm tired of dancing here all by myself tonight. I want to dance with someone else. Dance with someone it's just, else. Yeah, it's just like it's so the simplicity of it is beautiful. It's just like yeah, okay, it's, I want to dance with someone else. Like, well, that was that was the other thing that I always thought was so remarkable about her songwriting was that she was super super simple. Yeah, which is actually kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, as a songwriter, like we get in our heads and you want to try to say all this shit and you're trying to be yeah. all vague and paint a picture and avant-garde and it's actually kind of hard to be simple um but also she had the best metaphors like you must be my lucky star you keep on pushing me over the borderline open your heart to me i'll turn the lock you hold the key like my like i'm burning up for your love i'm on fire like she had the best metaphors for um like cheesy love feelings and i love that about her i was like god she's so good at it two things and then after this we sadly yes, have to wrap have it up to go. um but two things one is when chuck berry died i'm not trying to be this person i'm not trying to be like oh this quote yeah. but yeah. like when chuck berry died i like read this thing where bob dylan was saying what you just like he was like I don't think people realize like to write songs like how Chuck Berry did is hard. Wow. Like it's yeah. hard to just it's tell a story so about difficult. a girl meeting a boy. Like it's hard yeah. to write a song like that. Yes. To to tell yeah, to tell something sort of like succinctly and like relatable and simple. Yeah. It's it's actually a lot more difficult than people realize. Yeah. Like a good hook writer who can write hooks like that or I mean, that's, well, when that's you sang real, that part of that real, song, real I was like, I'd listen to that. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, like, I would totally, yeah. it's like I'm about to go home and <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> the second thing is my, something that I love about Madonna mm. is, and I think it's, this has to be because she's like lapsed Catholic. Like she's like famously lapsed Catholic. I love how she talks about sex and religion. Yeah. Like, I love how she talks, oh, yeah. like, how she, yeah. I don't know of anyone else that does that. That quite does that. And she does it really. Well, and does it in a way that's really, I think, like, um, is is genuine. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people, it's kind of cool to sort of, like, evoke, like, um, yeah. l- like Catholicism, especially, like, Catholic yeah. imagery in your music. Yeah. Um, but she's a she really grew up i mean i grew up catholic not yeah. as intensely as she did my parents were a little bit more lapsed and yeah we're like nah, yeah. like we didn't my dad now is like fuck the catholic church you know yeah. but yeah. uh at you know it's as he should one but yeah. as he should as, as, he, as should. he absolutely should i mean yeah. it's insane and yeah. and but it's um i think it's it's you see so many artists like do it, but she does it. I think from a really genuine place. I mean, she her name is her, they named her Madonna. Yeah. Like, I was gonna say that. No joke. I was gonna say I was like serious Catholics. I learned from Truth or Dare when the friends like remember her childhood friend is like I love you Madonna. I was like oh bitch your name is Madonna. Yeah, her like, mom's name was Madonna, was Madonna too. Madonna. She's like her Madonna Junior. Was Madonna. Yeah. I don't oh know yeah, that. and like. And to grow up, I don't know if you guys grew up like with Catholicism at all, but it's no. it's a heavy-handed religion, and yeah. it's there's I, I I dated a Catholic 
I dated a Catholic. Uh, I've dated a few Catholics. I'm from Philly, right. but I dated one in particular who had so much guilt and shame yeah. and issues that even though he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't like necessarily like believe it as an adult. Right. It just was so deeply like ingrained Deep in him that he really couldn't let it go. And he, he had a lot of like pain and suffering, I think because of it and a lot of problems because of it. Um, oh. And I remember thinking like, God, like I, I, I could never raise my child this way now. Yeah. Right. And I have still have some Catholic guilt and stuff, you know, I'm yeah. not, not as quite as some of the Catholic men that I have dated. But... <laughs> so that's not an exaggeration at all. Like in movies or, or TV, like that shit's oh, very real. No. Cause I always no, no, wondered no, 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 if that no. was like kind of, not put on, but like you know, ex- no, exaggerated you, or when you meet somebody who's who's like my parents are so Catholic and yeah. and they won't accept my sexuality or they don't right. accept divorce or they don't and they really like they are they are praying you're gay away right. or they are praying that you get back together because you can't have vowed in front of God that you'll stay back stay with your yeah. wife or your husband like they don't. Yeah. It's it's kind of dark. It's, it's like it's kind of dark. Yeah. Damn, yeah, that like pro lifey just like yeah. crazy Catholic bullshit is just Yeah. It's, it's real. dark. And Madge was the first and to Madge. do it, you know. She was the first to really be like mainstream but still like counterculture and edgy and you know mm-hmm. talk about sex and then talk talk about talking about sex and yeah, I think she just yeah. she was she was such a, a pioneer, and I it's yeah. funny because I wonder if like for my, you know, my generation was Gaga, but yeah. for the the kids, you know, is, it, is that Gaga? Like, who is it? You know, I guess it's I guess still it's Lady Gaga. Gaga. I guess it's I guess still it's her. Gaga, and that's why they like him so much because yeah. they're both like uh, freak people out, yeah. you know, and intentionally yeah. freak people out and be sexy but make it weird and yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because it's like Gaga in a lot of ways Mm. sort of recreated the thing that Madonna did. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I hate, I hate to say it that, but when Madonna said it was reductive, I mean, she wasn't lying. We've argued about that because I'm like, but listen, I don't think it's reductive. No, I, I, I do definitely, definitely hear the um the you know i guess i've heard i don't know shit about music but i heard gaga call it a chord progression so i guess i i definitely hear the chord progression like i hear the similarity in the chorus for sure do now yeah. I, I did just go on about how much i love madonna do i prefer born this way yes i personally find it to be <gasps> a, i know i know i did this I did this to him. I too. prefer and born. Th- that is sacrilegious. I well, I'm going to hell, and I'm happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a millennial. I'm a gay boy. Gaga's voice is me. It's just I'm, I'm a monster, and okay. I do love fair born this way. Express yourself is not a bad song. It's just not in my top you know, whatever yeah. number of Madonna songs. But I definitely, I hear it. I think Madonna bullied her a little bit oh, absolutely. about it. I feel like you could have made one comment, been like, well, I'm the- Well, she's like bringing it up now. She's and I'm like, still Girl, talking about it. And Gaga's she's like- She's still talking about yes. it? Yes. Oh, no, she Madonna posted has. on Instagram about it that. recently. 
Like, in the past six months. And in that Gaga Netflix documentary, Gaga was, like, getting very real. She's like, I'm from New York. If I have a problem, you're going to know it. I'm going to call you. She's like, Madonna has never come to me personally and talked about it. I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. You know, she's like, but she's never reached out to me, ever. I I wish that Madonna would just say it, you know, just, like, come out and, like, like, really just say it. And it's like, stop trying to be, like subtly shading her yeah. the reality is that song in particular i mean as a songwriter that would that would that would bother me of course um, if somebody just like kind of recreated my song and i think for madonna it was like oh she's not only recreating my song she's sort of like recreating my path like she's mm-hmm. doing what i did yeah. and i could see that as being pretty infuriating yeah. but at the same time there is a 30 year age gap a 30 mm-hmm. year career gap like there's you yes. kind of have to just like you're gonna have to let it go, sister. Like be, se- Gaga, be secure. Like, you're Madonna, and also like you're Madonna. Yeah, exactly. You're like yeah. an icon, and also you know Lady Gaga's like she's like a theater kid. Like yeah. this is like what she does. She's sort of like she's a musician. Can, yeah, and she, yeah. and she's a musician, and and yeah. and listen, would I? Yeah, would I be annoyed if somebody yeah. took my song and yeah. like recreated it and it was a hit? Sure, yeah. but. I also think that a lot of her sort of um, her vitriol comes from a more like yeah like goey yeah. insecure yes. place yeah absolutely which is unfortunate because you're Madonna and you're the queen so like right. just like let it go sister let no, it go none of these kids are gonna <laughs> yeah yeah they'll never be yeah. you they'll, they'll never, never be another be Esther remember when she wanted another. to be called Esther no. I don't remember that she wanted to be called do you, Esther do you remember when Madonna wanted to be called Esther. No, oh my god! When she like what got really that? into Kabbalah, she was like, "Call oh. me Esther." Like I guess that was like her Kabbalah name. That was her. That was oh her my god! Uh, uh, yeah. Esther Pren, Scarlet Letter, get out of here, girl! <laughs> <laughs> You're like I can't even remember. I love her so much. I like love her and I hate her, and I love her. Love exactly, her, love her. exactly. Oh, can I just tell you my fa- very quickly? We have this running joke. This is my this is the gayest thing I think anyone has ever said. Madonna was handed hi, she was handed hydrangeas. Mm-hmm. She was handed hydrangeas. Oh. This is like at some event, like n- not recently, recently, but like within five years, I think. She was someone handed her hydrangeas. She didn't know her mic was on, and then when the person uh-huh. walked away, she goes, "Ugh." I absolutely absolutely loathe hydrangeas. Hydrangeas. (laughs) And I think that that is the gayest sentence. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She has been. And that's maybe my favorite quote. I'm going to send you when we get off of this. I made an edit and I, oh, I was, I sent it to, I remember I sent it to Ellie Escobar. There's a, it's a, she's being filmed. They're setting up an interview and the yeah. camera's rolling, but they're not, they haven't started. Yeah. She's freaking out. She's like, I, I'll call it like menopausal Madonna. She's like having a hot flash and she's so mad. And, um, she's like, I have a problem with the fact that there's no air in here and I'm going to die. Open the door now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the girl. She's like, well, do you want my, you know, do you want my papers? You can fan. She snatches the papers out of her hand. She's fanning herself all aggressively. Sweating. She, just, That's me. She's like literally having a menopausal hot flash, oh. and I love her so much in that moment. There's nothing that could make. There's me nothing love like her. her. Like, yeah. There's nothing like her. She she's made amazing. fun of. She made the fun queen. of Kevin Costner and Truth or Dare. She's like no one. She's like he's got to go. He called my show neat. Like she just always does oh, that. Yeah. She's been doing oh, it. She God. continues to do it. When she shades Kevin Costner and Truth or Dare, I. <laughs> I mean, it's an important moment. Yeah. 
is I pure comedy. I, lo- I mean, Truth or Dare is one of the greatest, greatest movies of all time. I agree. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. When I went on tour, uh, I don't remember who I was on tour with, but I was. This was years ago, and I had all these problems with my vocal cords. I'd blown out my voice, and I go to see an ear, nose, and throat doctor in New York, uh-huh. and he's got all these pictures in his office. There's like a picture of like Usher and a picture of like Mariah Carey and all these people. He's like the ear, nose, and throat doctor to the stars. And I'm sitting in the the room and he comes in. He's like this little old guy and he takes a piece of gauze and he wraps it around his fingers and he grabs my tongue and he yanks it out and he puts the tongue depressor down. He's looking down my throat and it just, it dawns on me that he is the same doctor that is looking down at Madonna's throat doing the very same thing with the gauze <laughs> and the finger grab. When Warren Beatty tells her, are you sure you want to do this on camera? And she, and, and she, and he's just like, well, why would you want to do any, but does it even happen? I was going to say when he said that to her, I felt weird. Like I was like, he's, he doesn't really like her. Like they're together, but he doesn't really like her. He's just like, he's like, you're insufferable girl. And, uh, he's got my, he's got his, he's like fingers on my tongue. He's yanking it out. And all I can just, he's like telling me to like, ah, you know. And I'm just like, ah, are you the doctor that was on Truth or Dare? <laughs> like, I can't my tongue, and he just starts laughing. He's like, yeah, that's me. Like, that's how you know me from that Shut random thing. Wow. And I'm just like, oh, uh, my God, you touch Madonna's tongue, you're touching my tongue. So it's kind of like you French <laughs> Madonna. Yeah, you kind of kissed Madonna. Yeah. Kind um, of. So, yeah, it's six degrees of separation. Holy shit. Know? That's iconic, yeah. though. That's that, I, I would be standing for that doctor, too. I was so excited of course it was great holy yeah. shit this has been <sighs> probably the best moment of my life maybe this hearing <laughs> th- this whole thing has been like a moment like i'm not yes. gonna forget this thank no. you so much oh, i'm so glad i'm so glad to have done this show this is so much fun honestly this was thank you so much seriously I, I really can't even believe that you're here <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun talking to you. I know you're like I I really can't believe this is happening. I yeah. So much fun. I'm so excited. I'm gonna send you guys that video so you can play it. Play it, okay. the Madonna one. You have to play it on the show. Awesome. I'm going to play the shit out of it. Okay. Play it, play it for people. Amanda, we love you. Thank you yeah, so much. So wonderful. Love you guys. Thank you so much. And hopefully the album will be out soon and you guys can hear it and let me know what you think. Of course. Awesome. Thank you. Thank have a good you. night. Have a good day. Have a good weekend, guys. You too. Bye. Bye. I want to say love you, so love you. Bye. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.